we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Kelly's weed, we got lighters, check. 420, check. Weed, check. Dude. Special guest. Check. Oh my gosh. We're fucking hi. in it, bro. How the fuck are you? I feel like I just saw you yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, it was like yesterday when I saw you. It's crazy, but a whole week has passed. One moon has passed. Can I just say that having your best friend over to your place to rearrange, organize, clean, and do the things is absolutely a boss bitch power move. I just shotgunned so hard, she, I fell off the couch. She hung loose off the couch. Um, she, it's what we do, though. I feel it like is. it's something that you've done for me yeah. for many, many years, and we kind of just reciprocate yeah. that Like, every energy. couple months, mm-hmm. you come over to the house and you're like, look, I either got this dumb furniture that I got to move in or out. Mm-hmm. All this belongs here. I found I this need, on the street. Yeah, you need to help me. It needs a clean. It needs a spray. I need some help. What do you think? Is this dumb? And off you went to being a little fairy, and my life was so much better today because you rearranged my life yesterday. You're welcome. So thank you. You're thank you. so welcome. She put in, like, this freaky baker's rack that I found on the street, and she put it in to be a shoe display, and I didn't have, like, the grippy tape that you put on the shelf to make it look nice. <laughs> so so you used- she used... Plastic bags and repurpose them and we take them down, it, and it worked out. Just know that it worked out swimmingly, and it was only because of you. Thank you very Thank much. You. I mean, I did commission you to help me with like an expense report in the next like, month, <laughs> so true. I'm like, I need you to help me uh, with like business things. Age asked me to help her make a spreadsheet, and I came <laughs> because that's my favorite thing to do she's just like jizzing <laughs> all over the spreadsheet i already made her three since the last time i saw her <laughs> i know i walked into the house and she's like so i made you this spreadsheet for the next three months and i'm like excellent i'm loving everything it's color coded it's color coded <laughs> we i can't believe we're already on our eighth episode this month year season <laughs> has the weed kicked in already i hope so oh my god well, let's you, get higher. Do you want to get higher? Yeah. Do you want to introduce our guest oh of the gosh. day? I'm so excited. We have this cute little gem sitting beside me. She's been quite qui- quiet. <laughs> and she's been quite cute. Hi, hello. We are so excited to introduce Lacey. Welcome. Thank you. Oh Thank you gosh. for having Hi. me. Have you been on a podcast before? I haven't. <gasps> Welcome. We popped your podcast you cherry. popped my yeah. podcast cherry. Well, Thanks, best. ladies. It's an You're honor. Welcome. We have been dying to have you on the show for a while. So yes. Thank long you. Long overdue. We Thank you. kind of like write down who we want to like dream people on the show. So, yes. Eyes you know, closed. Yeah, January 1 hit, and we're like, okay, who do we want (laughs) on the show? What 12 people do we like? And, like, you were, like, number one. Yes. We have, like, a handful of people who are like, they need to be on the show. 
ASAP. And you were on there. You girls yes. are warming my heart. It's what we do. We like to choose people that normalize cannabis. You don't have to smoke. You don't have to partake in cannabis, but you do have to normalize it by being on our podcast. So thank mm. you so much for um, actually partaking, though, because you do smoke. So let's start with ages. You're speaking my language. Mimosa, the only alcohol you'll have <laughs> is yes. this mimosa strain you, you weed. Are, yes. So yes. please grab any one of the 9,000 lighters we've mm-hmm. provided we to you today. Great selection yes. here. Yeah, we really, got we things. got the clippers, we got I'm the I'm going bits. to Coney Island. <laughs> Cute. Isn't that the weirdest lighter? <laughs> I love it. The guy at the liquor store gave it to me like, hey, hon, here you go. Wow. Honestly, that's a great gift. Please. I'll use it for many months. So my birthday's in about a month, and a family friend called me while I was on the DMV's website, so I was already in a bad mood, <laughs> and they were like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you like? And, like, honestly, this person's, like, in their 60s. It's, like, family friend, and all I wanted to be, like, was, like, weed, lighters, fucking plants. And this person, Yeah, and this person's like, do you want jewelry? I'm like, fuck jewelry, man. I, like, I know you're an old man. You're not going to get me what I want. You're not going to get me the cute bohemian funky freaky diggy shit that I want. No, You're going to no. give me, like, pearls. <laughs> Straight up pearls. Fucking pearls. But I, I digress. do have a lot of ancestral pearls. Same. I like the gray pearls. Mm. I do have, like, a really nice, like, just short, necklace of pearls it's beautiful and i haven't worn it in a century but all of my heirloom jewelry is fucking pearls honestly pearl bracelet i got a pearl pinky ring i got a pearl necklace i got a pearl rosary bitch for (laughs) my first communion yo okay so first communion if you don't know now you know you get gemstone Mm -hmm. golden rosaries Mm -hmm. that you cannot wear Mm because that's sacrilege you just have to keep it forever and they're beautiful. I actually wish I would have kept some of them to, like, wrap around my upside-down crucifix, you know? Mm. But um, all sorts of gemstones. I love that. And I have a pearl one. In, like, Whoa. Sicilian Italian culture, you usually... Well, it's, like, baptism or communion. You get a bracelet with your name on it. Like, you get that oh, gold-ass bracelet with Open your name. that left door, oh you'll God. see my golden Kelly bracelet. Wow. Wow. Oh, There's the pearls. The pearls. <laughs> There's the pearl, and then the Kelly bracelet's on the other side. There it is. Wow. Yeah. I have that gold uh, bracelet that my grandmother, who is Italian, brought me back from the Vatican. Yes! When I was, like, 17. Wow. That's amazing. Was your name spelled correct? <laughs> what? Was, I said, was your name spelled correctly? She didn't engrave it, in, engrave it. So I actually just found Ooh. it moving, and I gave it to Gigi. Ooh, I love this. My name. daughter. I love this. And I want her to engrave it and That's wear fantastic. It. Yeah. Engraving's super cheap, She's too. always trying to steal my jewelry. She's at that age of oh, stealing everything. I steal all my mom's jewelry. I She's love the best. I was the worst at stealing everything. Oh. I mean, my, our moms are so trendy. Yeah. They're so cute. My mom had a whole jewelry box of pendants. Mm. No. I love a good pendant. To them. Yes. yes. They were, one looked like memories flooding to me. It looked like stained glass. It was very 90s. <clears throat> it was like someone curled up some shit and put it in a resin pour. I don't know what was going on. <gasps> That's really sexual. I like it. And she it. just <laughs> said, you can borrow whatever you want. You just got to tell them you're borrowing it. So I had to give her, get the permission. I did not like leisurely hang out with my mom's 
bedroom or closet unless oh, I, I did. had the permission. My parents were gone all the time because they owned a restaurant when I was a kid. So they were, like, always gone. So I was always, like, sneakily going through all the jewelry, going through, like, all of our family's things. I'm like, ooh, that's where our social security cards are. No. Like, <laughs> I'm just, like, creeping. I was just nosy, so I would go through everything when yeah. my parents like, were gone. It's so fun. Yeah. I was way too scared of my parents to do it, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I remember, I didn't even snoop. I looked in the desk drawer once, like, the slide out, you know, got the pens, got the envelopes. And I was looking for push pins or something. And the next day they're like, did you look through the drawer? Because you could probably see that I did. Um, and I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Then you learned not to shuffle drawers yes. when you're shifting for stuff. Yes, and then I learned to be very sneaky. Yeah. Like, what was I looking for? Like, attack. What would that lead to? Well, what were you putting the tack in? Like, what are you the putting wall? on the wall? What are you putting on the wall? Like, it just opens this whole 11-year-old can of worms. So I was stressed. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <sighs> Well, Lacey, when we have people on the show, I'm sure you know, we ask a bunch of random fucking questions, and some of them pertain to you as a human being, you as a spiritual being, and you as your money-making business boss bitch being. Mm. Yes. So. Entrepreneurial self? Yes. That's one of my best selves. So we're going to. We love that self of you. We're going to start with number one. Oh my gosh. How do you shake your money maker? <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's like instead of saying like what's your job or like how do you make money or like those lame kind of questions. It's how do I pay like, my bills? Like what? What is that sacred what's cord that brings you joy? Mm, you, feeding people. Uh, I, I know it. that that's, you can relate. Yes, that's ages. That's, also same. So that's the kind of aunt. Thank you. That's the yeah. kind of answer energy I'm looking. Yeah, I love that. Feeding people and also guiding people toward healing. So two totally sensory derived things that But very relatable. Yeah. Like they're yeah. very interchangeable. You can use those things in this like simultaneously. I guess that's the what's the word I was looking for. Like yeah. you can use food to heal and you your can. practice of yoga to heal and as well. Yes. And meditation. Yes. Lacey and I know one another from a yogi relationship, which is so special. I'm going to share my first memory of you. <laughs> okay. So I was teaching 6 a.m. yoga, heated level one vinyasa, and this was before you took your teacher training. You were just taking 6 a.m. yoga so this like is about all the time. Three years ago, to give you guys a time frame. And you had this fuzzy chenille sweater on and it was like black and it was like fuzzy and it was sexy so you do hot yoga and then you're freezing but you just need like a little something something and the back was open girl it was so cute and there's like bow tie in the back and I just like you leave yoga all cute and quiet and quick and I just like double take and I look at you and I'm like I love your sweater (laughs) and you turn at me and you go target girl go go Go. And then you leave. You, like, you said it while walking out the door. <laughs> you were to like, go, you had to, because you had to go. So I remember this moment. And you were Definitely. like, you were like, Target girl, go, go. And then you went. <coughs> and then I went to Target. Good. I, cle- I mopped the motherfucking floors. Do you have that sweater? You know what? Well, no, because I couldn't <clears throat> find it. I bought other things, which, yes, I do have. I bought a crop top with shamrocks on it. <laughs> and I bought leopard printed shooties. 
<laughs> and it was just that I needed to go to Target and like get something. I've actually weaned myself off Target. Me too. So I'm not. I haven't been there slow. forever. No, it's happening. In the last year, of course, we've all reassessed many things in our lives, and I've reassessed consumerism. Yes. And Good uh, job. yeah, Whoop. no more. <laughs> That's no what more this place large. Is meant for. Corporations get my money, except for shopping for um, the food business. Nice. I always nice. went to Target to pick up prescriptions, and then I'd just get like a little something, something, and then I switched to pharmacies so that I would never do that again. Yeah, and I haven't been less back. tempting. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely have done something very similar. I gave up Amazon for mm. a good chunk of the pandemic. I was not shopping. Through Amazon, I was finding things locally, but then I found that it was, like, damn near impossible to get important, like, business things. Like, things for my business without actually shopping online. And I was like, fuck, how am I going to do this? But then, like, the world's slowly coming back together. We can... You gotta find a happy medium. Yeah, I finally have my happy medium. And number one is, like, small businesses always, and they always take the majority of my money. But when it comes to, like random minimal things sometimes it's amazon sometimes it's target but i'm always trying wow. to find like the like non-chemically beauty products like it's always like the most natural things like owned by like a woman-owned company like i'm still trying to find if it is a big business at least it's got some sort of moral value in some way shape or form yeah agreed 100 percent. but as a as a baker a local baker um, and in San Diego, there were, when I opened my business eight and a half years ago, which is crazy. Congrats. Um, thank you. So there were two baking stores in San Diego that you could buy supplies. What was it? Uh, what was... There was one close to here. Yeah, it's like, fuck, it's like something, <laughs> cake, something. Great house. Do it with icing or Do something. Do it with icing. That's exactly what it was called. I used to buy all my shit from there okay from well they are no longer that's really really depressing for a really long time God, that's, that's so sad and the only other place is in chula vista and how who likes to drive to chula i'll be Literally honest no one thank you <laughs> it's so far i love driving to eastlake because it's scenic but chula vista on the 805 it's a hard no for me dog. no offense chula vista i have no concert to go to i don't need to go to the harley davidson dealership i'm not trying to buy a car no mile of cars in this house. Yes, because... <laughs> <laughs> no mile of cars in this house. Snaps for not buying anything new, by the way. Yeah, for fucking real. <clears throat> well, I since you brought up being a baker, I was super intrigued about like you being a baker just because I studied baking and pastry in college. Oh, That's wow. what my degree's in. Oh, um, okay. So I'm like... You're a pastry so, chef. I am. Well, I don't consider myself that, but I She's do know how. I, I'm a sauce bitch, but... I am so intrigued by your company and the fact that you make macarons because macarons are the fucking hardest thing in the world <laughs> to make. And like, you just kill uh, them. And like, you crush it. You absolutely kill Thank the game. You. So tell the people about your business. How did you Whew. get into it? I want to know it all, girl. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of where to be. I'll, I'll, I'll begin from the start. So I went gluten-free. 14 years ago. Nice. And nothing in the pastry aisle was edible. 
Yeah. Gluten free so, became a thing recently. So yes. This is actually something you health. Needed. Health. Yes. I, I started my journey through internally healing through diet previous to becoming gluten free. Um, I've been a vegetarian since I was 16 on and off. And I'm just, I ruined my gut as a teenager taking antibiotics mm -hmm. back in the day in the 90s when you could just call your doctor and they would send you in a prescription if you sold you them yeah, yeah you told them your symptoms over the phone i would even do it for friends wow so what a time ruined my <laughs> gut time. and at about age 23 started to rebuild my gut and uh at age 28 um my gut was completely ruined from drinking alcohol, eating gluten, and um, living a destructive lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I was suggested or I was advised to go on a candida diet, mm -hmm. which oh. is an intense cleansing of your colon Damn. and your bio health. And of off those toxic sugars. <clears throat> so I stopped drinking, I stopped eating sugar, and I stopped eating Did gluten. Did you have... Um candida symptoms I did I, I sure did yes. I had my tongue was white me too and I would have like I would wake up with like white rims yes. around my mouth and then I also had like almost yeast infections all the time I had yeast infections all the time and then I even had lymph coming out of my arms yeah. so on the just surface. your body just rejecting completely all of the rejecting yes mm -hmm. got it yes okay. I like your pH is like 985 <laughs> <laughs> you know and they didn't even have tests back then they would have to take a piece of your intestine to test you for gluten. So Damn. I was like, fuck that, because I'm... Not getting an incision for you to do no. something. And they make you eat gluten to get the test taken. Exactly. Oh, they make you ingest yes. it when you haven't had it in years because yes. you're celiac or whatever you yes. want to call it. Celiac disease, I don't even... I don't know the date of when it was a, a diagnosis, but... Within it was the a, past, like, 20 years. Yes. And it's, yes. they must cut into your shit. And do this test. Yes. And they which, make you eat it right before the yes. incision. That sounds traumatizing. Which is why most people oh with celiacs God. don't even get the test done because they know and it's not worth it. Oh I knew. God. I knew, knew once I eliminated. Yeah. If it, if I showed you before and after pictures. Yeah. Same, girl. Yeah. Like, it's. High gluten. It's a no-brainer. People are like, how do you cheat and not eat this? And I'm like, no-brainer. It's been eight years since I've had gluten. Wow. I ate gluten on Friday for the first time in five years. Wow. Um, I was starving in Vegas. Yes. And they threw bread on the table, and I looked at my oh. friend who was gluten-free, too, and I was like, you do it with me. How'd and it go? We did. The next day, I took a picture of my belly. I'm going to post it online. Was it really oh, puffy? Man. I looked three to four months pregnant. Oh, oh my God. God. Like, immediately. But wow. were you nauseous upon No eating, nausea, nice. because since I hadn't had it in so long, 14 years. my gut, well, five, I'll have slip-ups here and there. Oh, I'm remembering many dates. Um, <laughs> I smushed eight dates together. Um, it, only took, it only took me down for two days. But the okay. fact that it took you down in general is not a nice. No, <laughs> like, I won't be going good. back there for another five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... So you're walking down the pastry aisle 14 years ago. Oh my God. And you can't find All there was was corn tortillas. Okay, okay. 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 Yes. okay. Corn tortillas. I ate a lot of corn tortillas and like stir fried vegetables. Yeah. I feel that. So a lot of tacos, a mm -hmm. lot of beans and rice. <laughs> yes. Um, Potatoes. 
potatoes, tons of sauteed vegetables, but like you want something sweet. So I actually took a baking class at an adult education center with a friend of mine, a gluten baking class. And then I took those skills Mm -hmm. and adapted them to gluten-free baking. Nice. So it's science. Yeah. All baking science. Naturally gluten-free they are so which is really nice that like you didn't have to change that recipe but you know in baking you have to completely manipulate that entire recipe to make it yes gluten-free friendly like the flowers and taste good and make it taste good and not be a rock yeah Yeah. the density of your product like goes from like air to like bricks (laughs) they're so delicious girls do you do just like soft and like have that I used to make break all sexy but mm. stick together. (laughs) You do vegan style as well. Yes. So what do you do for your egg white? Uh, Aquafaba. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Aquafaba. That's great. great. Is the juice after you boil? So you can. There's two ways to do it. You can buy a can, Mm -hmm. and you strain off the juice, and that's your aquafaba. Or you can buy dried garbanzo beans and boil them and let them simmer and cool and then it's actually more viscous that way that's nice and uh but the flavor is a little beanier okay what do you do oh go ahead if i buy a can of garbanzo beans and i use the beans for like a stir fry and i save the juice please can i can i do it a few days later yes refrigerate it okay so normally i've had this like bean stress where i have to make um Able skeevers with peaked egg whites with the aquafaba immediately upon opening the can. So you're telling me I can put it in the fridge, wait a few days, and then use it. You can make a meringue out of aquafaba if it's refrigerated. And you okay. you have a mixer. I, I saw do. your darling green mixer. Wedding gift. And yes. you can remix it if it goes flat. So if the okay. if they, so you can't overmix you it? can't overmix it on like egg whites like egg whites because I definitely will start to curdle those. and yeah. the aquafaba will not because I've been trying to temper with um, vegan able skeevers and we'll put a pin in that for a different episode so fun but I've been playing with aquafaba juice and I was just wondering like what's the urgency with the can there's so, a group on Facebook that has like forty thousand people just about baking with aquafaba that's fantastic. <laughs> I haven't been on Facebook in six months, and I am joining this group upon getting off of this episode. Yeah, I'm not a Facebook person either. But when it's for that kind of, like... Yes. When it's for selling your chakra crystal sound healing bowls, when it's for getting your aquafaba juice in the right place. Yes. So, sorry. Let's wow, no, back. that's let's fantastic. I'm loving this. Okay, because I have amazing. those, like, cute lids that you put on top of a can after you open it, and yeah. I've been trying to be eco-friendly, like, not even wash the dish that I put the juice in after I strain the you know what I mean yes so I just want to keep it in the container it came in and I will buy like those like three pound cans of chickpeas sometimes yeah, if I'm freaky. making hummus what do you do with all your chickpeas that's what I was just gonna ask do you make hummus like a shitload <laughs> I despise hummus. Really? After being vegetarian for so long okay. and living off tabouleen hummus. <laughs> what do I serve you? Okay, so living <sighs> off tabouleen hummus and pita, and then when I eliminated pita out of my life. What's a boy? I had to eliminate Mediterranean food, and it Damn. like broke my heart. That's really sad. I do love baba ganoush Same. still. What about pine nuts? I love pine nuts. I love all nuts. Kalamata. 
Oh my god, I am an olive girl. I'm Italian. Come on. They have to have a pit. Oh, oh that's real nice. <laughs> they were out of the olives I wanted to get us. Um, <laughs> so what I do with my leftover garbanzo beans is I make a extremely large, we'll use air quotes, tuna salad. And instead ah. of tuna, I'll use garbanzo beans. Fantastic. And yeah. I feed my friends at the farmer's market, which is where I work. We'll get into that too. Mm-hmm. That's where I offer my product. Uh-oh. And um, friends will wander in my booth, in and out all night, and I feed them. That's awesome. Because I love to feed people. That's fucking dope. So. Wow. I can post the recipe because it's. Ooh. It's pretty bomb. And people who normally wouldn't eat vegetarian food love it. I, and that's vegan, too. I make it yeah. with vegan mayonnaise. That's awesome. I love it when meat eaters love what you feed them. And, yes. you're, and you're like, duh. You're like, yes, yes. This is how you hop upon <laughs> thy train. And it's not easy. I mean, it's not hard. That's what I meant to say. Is, mm-hmm. is it's easy to turn what is not vegan yeah. into vegan. It's with all about food. Yeah, it's but like, not with conversation. Oh it yeah. And it's just like all about spices, dude. Like, it is all about spices. You gotta throw in the spices. Yes. You need to add the fucking flavor. Yes. You, you taught me that. You're like, I don't like bland ass shit. I did that with my mom yesterday. I was like, Teresa, let's throw some fucking at least two more seasonings on mm, this. Teresa, my mother's name is Lisa. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew we had a such Italianos. Oh my god, it's wild. <laughs> so I'm the anxious poodle character in this podcast. <laughs> so I have to address one. We got a new mic and it's really sexy. It is super two, sexy. Is it working? Yeah, it's working great. And three. I'm going to click my Dexcom. Well, it's actually a freestyle Libra, but do you guys want to hear it when I click it? Wow. Wow. That's the good sound. That is. We're good. We're in the clear. So welcome to being a type 1 diabetic. Every once in a while when you smoke cannabis, you have a little intermission. One day there will be a sponsor here, but in the meantime, it's my anxiety. We'll be be just like Nick Jonas. (laughs) Except way fucking better because we don't suffer from white privilege reaping out of our b-hole. It's true. It's true. That was just a joke. We'll cover that in Uncovered California. In another day, another dollar. (laughs) In part one and part two. So, Lacey, I don't know you super well. I met you at a farmer's market, actually. Oh, yeah. We always address how we know each other. So Lacey and I know each other from yoga, and she's also a yoga teacher, so we work with each other now. So my first memory was a fuzzy one, but we take each other's classes for sure. And it's my favorite part that we are now teachers together because a teacher-teacher relationship is so different than a teacher-student relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, Because it's the same plus more. Yes. It's the same with, with a friendship. It's a two-tiered cake. It's a sisterhood. It's yeah. So it's, it's yeah. It's That's a really It's nice. a trauma bond. And then, <laughs> and then age knows you like it's almost like she knew you as well from a different way and then it all seemed together. Yeah, cuz I met you at like one of my first markets <clears throat> and you came to my booth and you were like, "I know you because of Kelly and we have like mutual friends." And that's how we that's how I remember it. Is that- I think I saw your face on the internet on <laughs> Instagram. I posted her for like yeah. the Mesa Farmer's Market. And I, yeah. And I was there the day that you, I think I was there the At day North that you saw but I just missed you. And I'm you. like, who's this goddess next to Kelly? <laughs> And then it is her. It me. <laughs> working at the farmer's market, I support farmer's markets and I was shopping and I saw your booth 
and I believe I introduced myself. Isn't yeah. that how we met? Yeah, that's how it okay. happened. Okay, that's what so happened. Because yes. you were like, I know your friend Kelly, I'm friends with Kelly, and it just like weaved this beautiful little web because <clears throat> Kelly's like my freaking sister at this point, and it's just always so nice to meet each other's friends without having Kelly, like, Sorry, Kelly. I love you so Without much. Without setting it up. Yeah, you don't need to be like in uh, in the room. The for universe us to, like, wanted us to yes. meet, but Kelly was actually yes. at the bar. But I went to the bar and she wasn't there. Yes. Okay. So, so the whole like it was so ridiculous. meeting is is we went to the booth. This is when I came with my mom. Yeah. And I saw you, and we visited, took pictures, all these things. My mom's like, "Okay, let's go. We gotta check the parking meter." <laughs> so then we go to like this old Mexican food restaurant that we used to go to with my aunt back when my uncle was still alive. God bless his soul. So she's like, "Let's go back in there." And we're sitting there, and they have the best stained glass in this bar. Wish I could remember it. Oh, I appreciate the good stained glass. And yeah. I was driving, so Ma got a margarita. I remember I got gluten free chips and salsa, which is very appreciated when you mark it in your logo. So. Yes, because those fryers, yes. uh, they kill you. And yeah. three of my friends were at Age's booth when I was in this bar. So you just missed another friend who had just stopped by before <clears throat> another friend. Wow. So what I'm going to start doing is knitting in her booth in the back <laughs> and then helping her as needed. She's been asking me to help her forever. I, I know. I could use a, I could use a homie on I'm coming. Tuesdays. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Tomorrow. But it's tomorrow. Time. Well, you know when you I post mean. this, it'll be in three days from now. I will, lit- I will be there. I will be there. Oh, my God. Uh, Galley. So this is a very random question. Yeah. But um, do you drink coffee? Do no. Do you have like a very specific way to you? What's your uh, morning ritual? How do you start your day then? Oh, man. So for those that have sensitive guts, know that caffeine kills your vibe um, <laughs> it's just not good it, it really kills your gut health so i go through phases okay um i eliminated coffee 19 years ago damn um, what did you do to do that because i think I'm i had like, a health scare i'm at like peak uh coffee addiction right now I was at peak coffee addiction. I was working really early in the morning, and I'm not an early morning gal and, until now, mm-hmm. and that's been another shift in my life. Same. Um, so I was addicted to coffee, and being vegetarian, I was using soy milk okay. a lot in the coffee. Okay. Is that, like, the only milk that was available? Back then, yes. Yeah. Okay. yes. It really was the only milk until, no. like, five years ago. And now this lot. is disgusting. I had a Diet Coke addiction. Also okay. at the time. Okay. I understand this addiction. Uh, it's the nastiest addiction, but it I I've had worse ones once actually. A month, <laughs> once a month I get a diet Dr. Pepper. Do you from Jack in the Box and you might wonder what time of the month it is that I do that. <laughs> oh my god. I say, Are you on your period? Yeah, right before. <laughs> so, I just wake up and I say, This is the morning girl. In the morning, I uh, I have herbal tea. The herbal tea varies from my uh, my the season, um, how I'm feeling, what mood I'm in. I love that. Um, it's it's ever changing. How did but you take it this morning? This <laughs> with the man. <laughs> oh, girl! That's the best way. Please don't. <laughs> so you shared this. It was I shared, shared some event. organic green jasmine oh. balls. I love those with a pearl lovely balls gentleman. That open. Yes. 
And, wow, I, and it's in a vintage carafe, of course, because, you know, I'm a vintage gal. I used to have a vintage store. That was actually my first business. Tell us about it. So I actually just gifted Kelly a rolling rack that sat in my store 11 years ago. It's so sturdy and sexy. I what got is, I got pregnant and had to walk away. Oh, wow. Was your store here in San Diego? Yes. What it, was it called? Swevin. Swevin. I told you it was Where was it? Which is a real word. It means an idea. Oh, my God. Word of the day, y'all. I'm a Scrabble player. Swevin. Yeah. Swevin. Yeah. Uh, where in San Diego was it? It was on Park and Robinson. It's actually okay, a exactly uh, dog where... wash right now. I know exactly where all of that is. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun adventure. I had a few partners, and I learned that I don't want partners. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. Same. Eight and a half years. I've been on a solo dolo trip. I'm really best? happy for you. That's really awesome. Thanks. I also don't want partners with my business, and I've had a lot Same. of people ask, <clears throat> like, constantly, or like, I'll help you. I'll do this. Yeah. Let me work for you. Let me let me invest in you. And I'm like, yeah. nope. I need to do this alone. Same. Like, so the three of us all have our own thing. And yeah. what's the best thing about that is that you get to, we chose to collaborate with one another. And obviously the Karma San Diego podcast is Adriana and I, but we have also have our other own things. Yeah. And that's because that's because we can like share each other's yeah. like life and love in this aspect. But then yes. like your creativity outlet is like your business and same as mine. Oh, yes. mine is such my creativity I have to be alone. For sure. I have to be alone. Like <clears> when I'm, when I'm creating. Yeah. And we create together right now. I The seance is not lost on Being me. Being alone is the only way I create, actually. Yeah. <laughs> now that me. you... Yeah. I must have absolute silence and not just someone else in the other room. I'm talking, like, absolutely alone. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. A hundred percent. Gotta go. Yeah. Bye. I know. I get... So, I do... Um, I know this sounds, like, silly, but just to be, like, a creative person... Um, like I, like you guys both said, I have to also be alone. And mm -hmm. I do social media for Poway Farmer's Market. I'm, like, their social media person. And sometimes, like, I'm writing a post for the day. And I just, like, shut down. Like, yes. you, it looks like I'm a robot. Like, I go from, like, my personality to, like, don't talk to me. And I'm, like, I put uh, myself, like, yeah. into this, like, yes. hole for a second. Because I'm trying to come up with something creative and fun and interesting. And <laughs> you guys I'm, are I'm not in trying my to hole be, right now. I'm not trying to be me either. <laughs> like, I'm trying to just be, like... Poway. Like, that's what I'm trying to be, you know? Like, so I can't, like, use my personality. Yeah, so. you gotta take that hat off and put on their hat. Totally. So I have, I, like, turn into, like, this totally other person, but I have to be at the market while doing it, because I take the pictures, and I, um... Got the I vibe. Feature, I feature a different vendor every week, so, so you know, I'm, I'm constantly, like, in this marketing man. Yeah, I'm in this, like, little marketing hole all I've the time. I've done marketing for every... 18,000 yoga studios that have closed over the past three years. I do all my <laughs> signage, handwritten. I love that. Um, I, I can't, I, I'm going to admit, I didn't have a logo for the first six years. Really? <laughs> it just didn't That's amazing. Come to you though, yeah. Right? When I started, I didn't know what I was doing. And that's a whole other part of the story. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a question for the future, if you no, want me to answer going. it now. Please. I was Absolutely. in a toxic marriage, and I wasn't working, and my daughter was three, and I didn't want to put her in daycare. Wow. So I was like, what can I do where I can take her with me? Okay. And I love to cook. I am a cook before a baker. I'm a great chef. 
My Italian mother has even told me I'm a better cook than her. That is a huge <laughs> honor. Wow. I almost cried when she you told me that. Oh my God. We That's like too. passing the crowd. It is. Wow. The, yes. I applaud you. Yes. Like, actually applaud you. Do you remember like what exactly she was eating or doing when this occurred? I was at her house. I was cooking something, and I I rarely cook the same thing twice, so same. I don't remember what I was cooking. Totally. But I'm always feeding everybody uh, gluten free, vegan, delicious something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was tasting something that you cooked in her home, and she was like, "Wow." Yeah, and she's got a great kitchen because Torch they just packs. that's that's the type of people they are. I love that. So I see it. Thanks for sharing. It's so special. We savor the four compliments we've ever gotten from our mothers as well. <laughs> we Fuck, just talk about Italian mothers yesterday. are tough. I love you, mom, <laughs> and I'm tough too. <laughs> But, um, and, and I wouldn't be who I am without that tough love. Absolutely. Absolutely. So We're it's, yeah. Snaps to that. Here. yeah. So back to, okay, so back to me wanting to bring my daughter with me and me loving to cook. My ex-husband and I were actually supposed to open a food business together. Okay. But after looking into food trucks, they were too expensive. Absolutely. That's why I didn't do it either. $80,000. Yep. I was like, not going to happen, bro. So my grandmother had died, and um, my mom doesn't know this information, so we love you, Mom. What's up, Mom? <laughs> um, my grandmother died, and my dad came into some inheritance. Okay. And he said, I'll give you $5,000 if you want to start a business. That's amazing. Write yeah. me a so business fam- plan. someone in your family believed in you. I yes. love that. Gave you a step my step to help you get there. family has always been my biggest supporter, mm-hmm. especially my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, in all ways. I've been, I, I went through cosmetology school, art school. Yes. I was in sales. I've done so many crazy things. I love that you've had multiple different careers. Yes. I love multifaceted <laughs> human beings. You're a renaissance woman. I got divots and rivets and corners. Fucking My Instagram header used to be um, Jack of All Trades, Master to One, and then I would send you my link to the macaroons. I love it. I love it. So it's changed now because I wear so many different hats. But um, I would definitely, I'm not, so I did not go to culinary school, um, but I, although I went to many other schools. Yeah. Um, so on my business card, I call myself a macaroon master. I love it. Because. The best title. Have you ever heard of um, <laughs> the the macaroon master, Adriano Zumbo? No. So, no, wait. Okay, okay, wait. okay, okay, okay. You mean your name with <laughs> no, no. O's at the end? That's literally it. Okay, so... Adriano Zimbozo? So there's... On Netflix, <laughs> there's this TV show called... Sh- I want to say it's like called Sugar Rush or something. And the judge is an Australian chef, and his name is Adriano Zumbo. My name is Adriana Zizo. We basically have the same fucking name. <laughs> it's super weird. Hey, and I have... My daughter has a best friend whose last name is... I didn't know it was Zizo. I thought it was Zizo. Oh, it's Zizo. Oh, so and they're related. I always thought that she had the they coolest are. last yeah. name. They're and probably they related are. to They're me. definitely related to you. <laughs> yeah, but it's never are. been brought up because we haven't interacted. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yes. Yeah, my as much as, as, much as I'd like. Yeah, yeah, find yeah. out which cousin it is. My yeah. family's um, a mix of Tarantinos and Zizos. So that's okay. my family. Um, and then... 
on top of that, we have just so much extended family here in San Diego. Um, I just basically say I'm related to gotcha. all of Little Italy at this point. Like, and when we go to the Little Italy Festival every year, Adrian just walks down the street and she's like, hey, what's up? That's my mom. Oh, it's my cousin. Oh, it's my cousin. <laughs> Literally, it's, there was a princess on a stage, and she was like, what up, Giovanni? <laughs> my cousin. Like, it's just, it's just a lot. We were shopping in a booth, and she looks up, and she's like, Ma, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, she, it's ridiculous. See, I'm a San Diego transplant. I moved here. Where are you from? L.A. Oh. I grew up outside Which of part L.A. Of the suburbs. Okay. That's nice. Yes, along the foothills. What brought you down here? Um, work and uh, being asked to leave out of an, an apartment that okay. I was living in. Okay, I've been to San Diego before that. Like, of course, I grew up like... in LA and a handful of my girlfriends went to college here. So okay, so I you drove down all the time, partied here, yeah, in my college. So you days. knew it was like a How fun. part of your life. I love this. Yes, oh my gosh, that's so cool. So, what is the name of your college business? days, by the way, because I'm older than these gals, was like late 90s, so like 97, 98. Wow. With, like, the Whoa. dark MAC lipstick. The and vibe that's, like, happening now. The low-rise jeans. Oh. Which are just coming back no. today. I today. hate. Low. No. As we all pull up our pants higher. Crack Pulling. kills. I cannot. <laughs> I Dude, literally have birthing I can't. Hips. I, I can't. can't. Girlfriend. You know can't. why? I can't. I do too. The little tag on the back scratches Kelly the top looks of cute my in them, butt actually. Yeah. I do. I have <laughs> that. I have that no ass Paris Hilton vibe. But I can't wear <clears throat> low waisted jeans because the tag scratches my my butt crack and I get rashes. Well, maybe you need to get tagless ones. They don't. They're good. Exactly. We're so gonna have to. I'm call already a guy. inconvenienced. We'll figure it's it out. It's too for far you. gone. That's why yoga pants are gray and flowy, blowy pants are gray. And high waisted jeans because the tag is up hither. I'm really into the new stiff carpenter style. It looks bottom. really good on you. It does not work on me. <laughs> it's. I've tried. I look. I very like one matronly. with a nice thigh rip. Oh, yeah. we love a thigh rip. Mm-hmm. I love the under the butt cheek rip. I'm not that ballsy. I wish I was that ballsy. Because my so balls hot. hang out of my pants. <laughs> I, I do that. I do that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, Lacey. <laughs> if you were a bird, what kind of bird would you be? Ooh, peacock just came into oh, my oh mind. Oh my god. We've never had a peacock. <clears throat> well, tell us. So it's crazy that you're saying this because I've lived in this neighborhood for 11 years now. Um, actually, it's ostriches. Yeah. Too. So peacock just went into my mind verbally, but an ostrich was a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in University Heights, and there oh. used to be like a massive ostrich farm Absolutely. there. Absolutely. We know There's all a, about I used to live in University Heights, too. I, um, I believe I got a peacock message because I love turquoise. So like oh. turquoise is has always been just like a luscious color. We're actually going to have an episode on the name of the old town before it was University Heights. Oh, yes. It was like Mission Crest. Yes, so I feel like I ostrich. lived there in a past life. That's cool. Totally. There's a golden yeah. ostrich statue somewhere in the vicinity there of is. that area. Yes. I don't I remember where. Exactly it's right by Trolley Barn Park. Okay, that's where it is. Our because high school is right by Trolley Barn Park. Yes. That's where we grew up. Yeah. Ostriches in a farm there. Yeah. Crazy. Used to and go there then, the so zoo. where I grew up, mm-hmm. 
in the in the foothills of the um, suburbs of LA, the peacocks would uh, wander the streets. Oh my god, that's so cool! So if I get the balls, I really I know how to do a peacock sound like perfectly. (laughs) Oh. My God! Because you used to like walk the streets of LA. Because I listened see. to it my whole like mating call childhood. Can yeah, you please do my it? dad and I do it at each other, and that's so cute. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Can you do it? I have the noise that my dad and I do too, but I'm not very good. at My dad and I are very tight. We we always have been, yeah, and um, I love that. we have this. We're a lot of likes, so. So we're great together, and we're also horrible together. So feel that. Feel that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard looking at yourself. It really is hard looking, and now I'm looking at myself through my daughter, mm-hmm. who's becoming that must a tween. So real. Who, girlfriend? You have no idea. Who, doggy? Yeah. Trippity doo That's a whole other podcast. Motherhood. For real. Yeah. Dude, I can't even imagine. I just had this conversation with my parents. I was like, "Is it <clears throat> wild seeing a?" creature that you have created like turn into a person that you grew in your body my parents i'm almost 30 and my brother's 27 so we're like full-grown adults like have jobs careers things like that and Mm. like they're in their 60s and they're like watching these things that they made turn turn into a per like that's like (laughs) something i've never even thought of into like being a parent like that makes me actually want to be a parent and i'm like i want to see you be a person if you become if and when you become a mother it's meant to shift you i think it's 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 it's, a new portal you rebirth yourself when you become a mother i can see that it sounds like a really magical surreal experience that i'm now seeing for the first time ever, yeah. I never really wanted to be a parent, like ever. And I did. I didn't want. Since you were wee. Yeah. Oh, so wee. Always a baby on my hip. You really wanted, like, are you the oldest or do you have siblings? I'm the baby. Okay. But very maternal. Okay. And always taking care of people and feeding them. Yep, yep. So I started cooking for the family when I was 16 when I became a vegetarian because my mom said, fine, you want to become a vegetarian, then you cook. Yep. And I, I said, okay. Friends. Yep. I love that strong will. Give me the credit like, card. I think that's so badass I, that your mom I, did that. Though. I would go grocery shopping and spend like, how fun is it spending other people's money? Absolutely the best. Um, I'll take some of I love yeah. spending other people's money and I love creating. So I, uh, yeah, I, I cooked dinner and I learned how to cook chicken and, and think my, my family's not really red meat eaters. Okay. <clears throat> except for meatballs, of course. Um, and that rolled up beef that yeah, you put in the sauce. Yeah, it's the asparagus thing. No, you put the the, the it's a you simmer it in the sauce. I don't remember. Rolled up. Yeah, you put spices on the inside and you you hammer it. You make it thin, hmm. and then you throw it in the sauce. I feel like and then you simmer like, it all day. My family does like a version of that, but they do like there's like an asparagus piece, mm. a cheese piece, and and like pinolos. Like this in has there. nothing inside. Oh, okay. With my so family, it's like it's like this weird like. We're on different sides of the boot. Yeah, my fa- are you Sicilian or are you Sicilian? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. it must be just like a different part of different version. This is so yeah. Exciting. Let's Our- get out <clears throat> your maps and your. Factors. I know. <laughs> I have many maps of many countries in this room. But I don't know if we have not Sicily. Italy. Nay, nay, nay. I can already tell you. We got Israel. My great-grandparents are first-generation. Your great-grandparents yes. are first-generation American? Yes. My dad's first-generation American. Wow. He learned wow. how to speak English in, in school. Wow. Yeah. He's like... What does he say? So my mom is third. 
My my um, dad says close the lights. Yeah. My dad doesn't. Really, he speaks English fine. Like yes, he speaks. But I love that. That's but like, my like, favorite thing. There's ever. a lot of things he says that don't really make sense, and I've adapted close the lights, and everybody makes fun of us for it. And I'm I like, like I like close the lights. I think right? I better. Is have better? to start because my it's cute. Well, my daughter and I, she says funny things to me, and I say, why do you say you jump in the shower? Because if you jumped in the shower, you'd kill yourself. You'd die. Absolutely. So why do we say jump in the shower? And the English language translated through so many languages. It's very so confusing. Where did you pick that up from? My mom says jump in the shower. My I mom say says jump, in, jump the in, the in the shower, too. I say that. I say jump in the shower. Yeah. So, and then she'll say little... more dangerous. She'll say little things like, why is your towel dirty if you're drying yourself off clean? I'm oh. dead. <laughs> She watching New Girl because that's a Nick line. She doesn't watch oh, television at our house, only at her dad's. So I have no idea. Thank you. We that's don't amazing. watch. We don't watch TV. I love that. And since we moved, they take up a lot of space. Um, I wanted to get rid of it. She asked if she could put it in her room. I said fine, and it still hasn't been plugged in for nice. twenty three days. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. We're not. I, yeah, I screen never had people. A TV that's good. Well, I've, I've not, I wouldn't say never. I haven't had a television in my room um, since I started, first of all, feng shui in my room. Okay. And, um, and then second of all, not having the radiation around me when I sleep. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had a TV in my room since I was a kid. I refuse to have a television that's in my bedroom. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Refuse. Great. I have one TV. It's for the living room. Like, yeah. That's it. That's what we had. But we eliminated our living room in this space nice this space is interesting the way it's it's set up okay. so there's no common space for a tv well the common space is an extremely large kitchen and bathroom so she actually wow. suggested hanging it in the bathroom so you could That's watch funny. television while bathing in our jacuzzi Honestly, tub yes we have a, She's a jacuzzi girl. tub wow so this vision that's the only tub i fit in so maybe i'll come over <laughs> everyone's like well, you should take a bath <clears throat> self-care i sell bath bombs and i'm like have you motherfucking seen <laughs> my praying mantis body in this tiny ass Your tub knees will it's be not out. luxury my tailbone breaks <laughs> my knees are out you can house sit my cat next time i go out of town and you can bathe in the jacuzzi tub wow i'll even wow. leave you cbd bath bombs I would love to spend some alone time with your cat. <laughs> have you ever used a CBD and THC bath bomb? I before? have. They are glorious. Heaven. I'm a virgin. Glorious. Help. What? Help me. I oh. don't fit in the tub. You know what would get CBD bath bomb? My butthole, and that's it. <laughs> you just have a high asshole. Yeah, that's it. I can't even feel my butt cheeks when I'm with you. <laughs> So they sell them at OB on the streets because there's so many things. That Dude, you can just buy like, hot Cheetos that are full of THC on the streets in OB. It's real To nice. go underwater, I just do like happy baby in the bathroom. <laughs> I cannot get underwater. It's sad. I believe our friend is making them now too, a fellow yogi. She is. She was actually our small business feature. Um, she will be. Who, what, where, when, how? <laughs> You'll see, find out. She like, will be. She has she her own little episode. She is a part of the sisterhood, episode, too. Like, you had your own little episode. Gigi's gluten-free. Yes. We never mentioned the name. This I know, like I was gonna, I was literally yeah, just gonna so ask. Yes, you, you guys have heard my me say my daughter's name a few times. So, when I, 
I didn't finish the story. When I opened the business, I had absolutely no idea what I was Love doing, that. but I, I, I wanted to get out of a marriage that I didn't want to be in anymore. That's amazing. And you wanted to bring your daughter with you to work. So yes. Gigi, I didn't want anybody else raising her was ultimately Gigi my first. How feel at a farmer's market? Gigi. She thrived. At the farmer's market was never on a device because, again, I'm anti-device. That's smart. Well, she's on it now, unfortunately, because she's doing school on it. But previous to, she was never on an iPad. She was occasionally on, like, those little funny tablets that, like, you could, like, play a silly ABC game on Mm -hmm. or something. And my daughter's 11, so, you know, this is is eight years ago. She was three. Yeah. She used to escape from my booth. (laughs) That's really um, I would totally sneak under the skirts of a booth and run rim it around. She would hide underneath the table sometimes. Um, but so she was a great child, and she just really, she already has that entrepreneurial state of mind. Um, she's really creative, and she's a sculptor. So oh, she has already sold... She's already sold her art at farmer's markets. Because Are you serious? It's where she's... It's all she knows. That's amazing. She's yes. She's like the coolest kid ever. <clears throat> she's like the most beautiful kid ever. Oh my gosh. She is I don't know if I've gorgeous. met Gigi before. She's gorgeous. She, I can't wait to meet her. She, yeah, she's an angel. She's just this magical yeah. Narnia. She's, she's a, a star she's child. She's a swevin. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, that's so cool. On a scale of one to ten, she's a swevin. And I think it's really cool that you had her, like, grow up in <clears throat> farmer's market life because it's such a beautiful community and, yeah. like, a family of people. Like, your booth, like, the people that are your neighbors at your booth are, like, your homies. I know they're my friends. Like the, My neighbors at the farmer's the market see me more than my family sees me because yeah. I don't live close to my family because I grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah. So. That's how much you get to know them. My, the market manager is literally, like, my... San Diego dad. He's the same that. age as my dad, and he's an Aquarian like my father. Oh my gosh! And he's I he see my shoots father in this man. He shoots me <laughs> tough love, and I hate him and love him at the same time. But like, I couldn't imagine life without him. And That's... I have like a handful of people from the farmers market that are truly our family. That's so fucking Aquarius awesome. Too. That's crazy. That Whole other episode. <laughs> Oh my god! I bet the Wait, too. so are you an Aries with your birthday being next Pisces. month? Okay, you're a Pisces. Mm-hmm. I would much rather be a Pisces than an Aries. Oh god! I didn't see you as an Aries. So Golly. <clears throat> air out the Aries oh in the room. Oh my god! Let's get some water. Aries in this. it out in here. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kelly good. with the one liner like today. Oh Woo. my god! It's okay, so opted no on the $80,000 food truck yeah. and, yes, and yes. was like, how do you sell food on a budget? Yeah. And was like farmer's market. So did you have to get a commissary or did you use yes. cottage law? I did commissary. Okay, cool. Because um, macaroons have uh, dairy buttercream. Oh. They're perishable, mm. so they don't fall under cottage law. Okay. Believe me, I tried. Yeah, same. <laughs> I tried to do cottage with my product as well, and it was not The cottage law was passed the year I opened. Damn. But instead I... Can, can someone tell the people okay, okay. who the cottage so... law is informed by? Is it a Keebler elf? <laughs> kind of. Do you want to? No, you go ahead. Okay, so cottage law is a way for people to make extra money, um, supplemental income out of your home. 
You can sell baked goods or jams, mostly. Um, it has to fall under non-perishable items. Mm -hmm. It costs $600 to have the initial um, inspection. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm not sure what it is. You I get an annual like a, yeah, inspection. Yeah, it's like an annual... Instead of so paying for a commissary, paying. which is extremely expensive. Yes. Like, okay. outrageously expensive. $45, $55 an hour. Expensive. Yeah, I just got, an, I was graciously given my first year in business <clears throat> a free commissary. Congratulations. And um, I felt that I was um, overextending my stay. So I just recently got a new commissary and I am in love with the owners. Like, I have adopted Truly. myself into their family already. I've met them like three times. That's I'm, amazing. I'm in love with them. Commissaries can be dirty places too. It can be dirty. And regardless, I'm a fucking psychopath in the yes. kitchen. I still clean before yes. I even do Me anything too. anyway. Yes. Part of our episode. Okay, yes. so I might come from military family, so we say commissary. Yes. I'm about to go grocery shopping. No. So, so a commissary is a freestanding kitchen that you can rent by the hour. Yeah. So that's what I have. So It's not a place you can shop on the army base yeah. or the naval. Wow. I don't want to offend anybody in the military. On a military oh base. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's wow. just like, it's like your, it's your kitchen. It takes a lot to offend someone in the middle. Oh, yeah, no, we, I think we, we, uh, oh, it's a kitchen. horrible things to one another for a living. I have never been more accosted by profanity. No, I am a pirate. I have a dirty, dirty, dirty mouth. And when I went to the barracks to visit Josh, I was blushing. I can't even imagine. There's just Blush. a bunch of fucking dudes. It's like a sausage and I'm the only woman party in a twenty mile radius. They're just boner jumping, city <laughs> jumping out of airplanes because we went skydiving. <laughs> They're all jumping out of airplanes so they don't kill themselves and cheat on their wives. Me and nine army dudes went oh, skydiving. That sounds really fun. It was awesome. That sounds really fun. Anyway, I forgot that your husband was in the military. Yes, he's an infantryman. I don't know a lot of people in the military, so that's why I and said I, that, yeah. because I, I wouldn't never want to yeah. offend I, anybody. Oh, gosh, no, you're good. I feel like I can, I'm like, no, no, you're good, because my husband's in the military, and I grew up Navy family, because that's why I'm here in San Diego, mm -hmm. is because my grandma and grandpa, who lived down the street, were both in the Navy. Oh, wow. So I grew up <clears throat> Navy. Um, my grandpa chose to keep his family here in San Diego, which was not common because he was deployed in six, seven, eight different places while he had a family of five. So he would live in those places. So Portland, Japan, Hawaii, like you name it, he's been there for Navy. Um, and I know there's tons of rivalry. So it's funny for me to come from Navy because I think Josh would be a lot gnarlier because Army is a niche. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Which I love, obviously. Mm -hmm. Hello. And we're, we're definitely like a military town as well. But they all make so. fun of one yeah. another so much. It's insane. Like Army versus Navy sitch? Oh, yeah. Did Nothing's you, worse than Army versus Marines, well, in my opinion. But. Did you watch... I know you were, like, into that TV show Forged in Fire. Oh, that gosh. knife yeah. That knife show. Yeah. And they had, like, a whole, like, military, oh, like... Season. You want to know why we have a TV the size of a Grand Canyon in our <laughs> living room? It's to watch Fortune Fire because Josh is just like, he is camo. His skin is camo. I love it. We love a Josh. It's anyway. so funny. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> we got that military niche over here. Okay, so hence... Gigi, okay, so Gigi's gluten free. <laughs> Gigi's gluten free farmers market. Love last this. time we were so getting sidetracked. No, so, it's perfect. That's how. Um, that's what this is. It's a big. <laughs> 
just day of ranting and tangents. The day that I got my DBA, which is when you name your business, for those of you that are entrepreneurs, um, I did not tell my husband of the time that I was doing the it alone and uh, marked sole proprietor instead of partnership and went for it and yeah. broke the news that I'm doing something myself because he already had a profession. That makes me so fucking I'm so grateful for everything that yeah. we had together. I didn't work the first three years of Gigi's life we and and we that's still have a great relationship, mm-hmm. but we weren't meant to be together. And that's totally fine. Yes. So... Gigi's gluten-free is born. Gigi's three. Um, I'm 33. Never wow. realized 333. Wow. Oh, my God. Three is my lucky number. Um, wow. And then that adds up to nine. Wow. Interesting. So um, we started in San Carlos. For nice. those of you I grew up in who San are Carlos. familiar of neighborhoods in San Diego. It's kind of by the college. Mm-hmm. And it was an enclosed area in the back of, I think, in an elementary school. Okay. And uh, I <laughs> I stole my macaroons out of one of those jewelry cases that, Fuck like, yeah. opens up. Because I always hated sneeze guards. They're so ugly. Mm-hmm. So I bought this jewelry case I for 100 bucks on, like lo- on Craigslist. Nice. But it was glass. Ooh. I used to transport it in a box with, you know, these, like, perforated side things. Yeah, so it wouldn't get broken. I never broke that thing. That's awesome. Um, That's because you were always, like, reiki holding it in your hands. Before I even knew that, yeah, I had that power. I must need you to stay alive. And I sold my cookies for a dollar. Wow. How many flavors did you have at the Three. I had three different types of macarons and three. I had a muffin, a cookie, and a, uh, maybe it was just two types of cookies and a muffin, and then three types of macarons. That's awesome. Strawberry. Yum. With a banana or something. Pumpkin. One was orange. It was like pumpkin cheesecake. Ooh. Because I spiced the shell and did a cream cheese. Nice. Filling. Oh, that's nice. And then, um, <laughs> so no, lovely. not chocolate because chocolate macarons are a son of a gun. Because it's dense. Cocoa is dense. Mm-hmm. So the other one, I think I just did those two, uh, th- those two, and okay. then eventually added vanilla. Okay. <clears throat> How many do you have now? Oh my god. How many flavors, flavors total? Yeah. Probably over 50. That's amazing. I love hearing, Jeez. like, the progression of your business. Like, how adorably <laughs> tiny it starts and then, like, where you are now fucking crushing it. Well, usually you create a pro- a product. Well, you, you have a brand mm-hmm. that offers a product. Mm-hmm. I just offered gluten-free stuff, like, under an umbrella because I didn't know what the public wanted. Right. And then... What happened was at the end of the night, I would always sell out of the macarons. And you're like, wow. so, but I also didn't know they were going for like two fifty three dollars each, and I was only selling them for a buck because they were not perfect still. Yeah. Because we haven't gone over this, I have no culinary schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a self taught chef and baker through trial and error, and I taught myself how to make macarons. That's amazing, because they're fucking hard. I've only <laughs> nailed it, are. like, twice. No I one am... on the Great British Baking Show <clears throat> can get it right, yeah, except it's, for that one it's person. It's tough, So man. you are a Pisces. I actually have a Pisces moon, but I am a Leo, mm-hmm. 
So I'm an extremely fiery, yes. strong-willed woman, and I was determined to make Refuse those to motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. They're they fucking hard. They're hard to make, but... There's people that graduate culinary school who fail yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they're tough. So after so selling nice. just a bunch of, like, smorgasbord for a year... Um, I fine-tuned it and then started selling, like, paleo stuff because cool. that was really in. Mm-hmm. And I was, again, doing the no sugar. So I would get creative and, like, sweeten it with um, honey or agave. Okay. or But then people don't like honey or agave. So, like, getting creative and then, like, now All there's... The fads. Yeah, so many fads. Now I'm on the monk fruit. Is that what you're Bad. Okay. Yes, yes. Do you put the monk fruit in your macarons? No. Okay. I still use... Real sugar? Yes. Okay. Yes. For the vegan ones, I use organic. Okay. Because regular sugar is sifted through animal bones. Thank you. Yes. We've mentioned that many times on the show, but thank you for reminding me. I used to work at a quote-unquote vegan bakery, but they weren't vegan because they didn't use organic sugar. Exactly. And I let a vegan customer know and they fired me. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? For them doing bad business, business. practice. Lying. Yeah, well, lying. if you guys look at my Yelp. <laughs> uh-uh, we haven't. <laughs> Yelp. I was just listening to a podcast about a guy who doesn't look at his Amazon. Reviews? Yes. Because yeah. okay. that's, like, that's like fucking out there. So I don't look at my Yelp reviews because it's always about me and never about my product. Of course. Because people just have to bitch about something. Well, I'm a strong woman and a lot of men, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. And they like to go online and talk shit. And I think it's so ridiculous that you would use that as a platform. That's embarrassing for them. Luckily, everyone that's a Yelp user can knows those reviews are like... People, I go on Yelp and when I Yelp. see reviews like that, I don't take that seriously. I, I just like laugh <clears> because no. you can tell that like that person... Reviews, I, guess. I was yeah. so or... self-conscious of making cookies that are so criticized already that I did take it to heart. And it like... I get it. It so crushed every me. Every once in a while, one will just get under your face. Yeah. Can you remember one that, like, really bugged you? He called me a waitress. <gasps> That's fucked up. Do you know what I said? Um, I am not a waitress. I am an artisan. Yeah. And he said, I don't understand. And I explained that we are all here because we all create whatever we're selling. We're not allowed to be here if we don't create Absolutely. what we sell. I can't go to Costco and, well, I guess I could, mm-hmm. but I'd be an asshole. I so can't. You're not a server, and also we don't use <clears throat> the word waitress anymore, right? Yeah, no. Waitress Just, is not the term. It's like receptionist. Yeah. All about my attitude because I do have an attitude. Yeah. Because so. you're a strong ass Italian <laughs> bitch. Men don't like tone. <laughs> They don't like tone and they don't like strong women. We've, like, learned this well over time. Don't tone me down. Ever. Oh, no. So, um... We don't sugarcoat it. We monk fruit. (laughs) Oh, we sure do. I, uh, yeah. It's, it's... Have you ever gotten any, like... (laughs) Sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, you're fine. Have you ever gotten any, um, like, people at the market, like, saying sassy things to you? Oh. I feel like I get get challenged as an Italian. Girl. Like, people challenge whether or not I'm actually Italian. 
It's really intense. Well, and it's very weird. People since are serious about that shit. They really are. I have light eyes. Okay. Oh yeah, you do have it light eyes. It throws people. Okay. But they look at my features and go, "What is she?" Mm-hmm. So like the, the dark hair with the light eyes could be so many different yeah. nationalities. Uh-huh. True. So mine just gets associated with my quote-unquote attitude again Mm -hmm. not even like who I I am and the women that raised me and and the strong woman that I am because Mm -hmm. of my heritage yeah so I've never been a submissive woman and I don't even know how to be yeah so don't dull me but I yes, I get challenged often. Mm-hmm. But since I've worked at the market for eight and a half years, people know you now. The market manager says I'm soft, and he said he liked <laughs> me better when I started because so I would take you down if somebody set up in my spot. Who the fuck would set up in your spot? Oh, I would oh, kill them. It happens. I would kill them. It happens. Okay, so this is like a whole other podcast like that you and I could have about bitch. the farmer's market. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's a circus. It's like working at the it fucking kind of circus. Is. It kind of is like working at the circus. Oh, my God. There's every walk of life. Yeah. There's that kooky farmer. There's that really weird juice guy. <laughs> like You know what would be a great use of oh horse my God. because <laughs> horse tracks are completely unethical is make them into farmer's markets and then oh? you can drive through them. My God. Yeah. Whoa. Like all around the ring. Yeah. And you just like, hey, I need two sauce. Yeah. I need this many macarons. Yeah. I need this. You just drive through. And wow. You get, and you have to stop at each one for five minutes. TM, 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 TM. You've totally trademarked that. Yeah. So you guys yeah, I think you it. might want to edit and cut that out. And, and we'll I can't talk afford ab- that shit. I need <laughs> 1-800-SUGAR-DADDY. Um, we'll Foot Slave 900, if you are still willing <laughs> to pay us for the feet pictures, we're in need Ooh, of millions. I was just told that I have nice feet. And I love being told that. That's such like a... I'm all about the feet. Girl. She is a foot fetish. Yeah, lady. feet tell so much about a person. Love a foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have had such. Did you know that the graduation of your toes like tells you like your ancestry? Really? Yes. I'll Remember send when you. you like, have I'll, the thing yes. Oh yeah, the dissension. Like, how? Foot. Yes. Look at yeah. we both have we have Italian toes. Oh, we have Italian you tell toes. That I am not from here. De- definitely. Yeah. Oh my god. Yours are so I, different than ours. And like wow. Irish, Scottish, Swedish, and German. That's amazing. And a little bit of weird shit. You're all that northern mm-hmm. Europe. Are you full Italian? I'm half. Okay, me too. What's yeah. the other half? Uh kind of like Kelly. I'm like half Sicilian, half like Lithuanian, Norwegian, German, Irish. Okay. But my DNA, like, I did a DNA Me test too. thing, and yeah. I was mainly like Mediterranean. So I think my dad's DNA was like very strong because it like came yeah. back like Middle Eastern, like Portuguese, yeah. like all Mediterranean That's area. Cool, right? It's all hella blue, which means white, which means. Yeah, and um, then I had some of. Swedish. And then I had a lot of like Northern Europe as well, like in Finland and Nor- like Norway and wow. shit like that. But My dad's dad is adopted, so oh, we weren't okay. sure what mine was going to come back at. And I was, I'm 65%. It said Greek Italian. Yeah, it was also super Greek too. And then, <laughs> she um, called me, she's like, my life is a lie. <laughs> It was a big day. It was a really big deal. I was, like, mainly Greek. My parents yeah. thought it was a scam. They were like, there's no way you're Greek. Like, my mom no has way. 1% Nigerian because oh my God. she's Sicilian. Yeah. 
So I'm telling you, dude, we're all those things. My yes. Mom said, this is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lie. Well, my mom said the same about her 1% Nigerian. That can't Maybe. be true. And I said, oh, but it is. And yeah. I'm going to own it for you as your I daughter. Okay. I like how there's two styles of joints, by the way. Can't One is roll. a uh, cone raw, which is my go-to. Mine too, because I can't roll joints, so I stuff them. Okay, well, I roll joints really well. So oh. I think we need to have a podcast about how to. Please. Um, because I am a connoisseur of rolling. I love how you do it in the twisty method. And uh, I have a few different methods. <laughs> My hands are too sweaty. Lately, <laughs> I have been dabbing the outside with honey mm. and then dipping it in some keef. With the honey? And then smoking it. That's I bet really... that makes it an even burn too, and I'll burn all stuff. Yes. Oh. That sounds amazing. Isn't it the worst thing when you buy when you spend sixteen dollars on a pre roll and it doesn't burn it right? It burns stupid. Or it doesn't and you just like you can't at even, it the whole time. You can't even pull it and it's like stuck and you mm. have to fucking take it apart. Ugh. Or the one that like you it's it's packed so tight you can't even suck mm-hmm. to light it. It's to so ignite annoying. it. I'm not so just annoying. About it. Whoever did that doesn't smoke weed. No. They're the worst. <laughs> well, there's machines now. I have no idea. Have you seen the joint roller machines? Yeah, they're dope. My friend just um, was hired at a, as a sales rep to a company, and um, he sends me videos all the time because I've worked in the industry for six years, too, which is something that I don't even think that either of you knew b- when we booked this podcast. No, not at all. So I've worked in the cannabis industry for six years. Um, I'm so grateful to just have the universe throw it at me because I've been a connoisseur my whole life. How do you consume your cannabis? How um, do you particularly like usually? flour? Okay, flour. Like, That's one of our questions. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. It, is it like bomb joint? So I've gone through many phases in my life. Um, as a teenager, bong. I had the little case that I carried around with me. Love. I used to love. Sm- puppy I used to love smoking in people's. No, I had like a case, like a hard case, Ooh. and it was a little graphics bong. I still have it. It's numbered wow. on the bottom. You still have I it. I still have it. It's what red. A lucky dream that's a, queen. It's that's all, amazing. I bought it in Newport Beach when Cute. you could buy like stuff at the head shop. Wow. I remember that when the fun shop. zone used to be open, the fun zone is yeah. no longer open. I absolutely. Remember Those that. were my summers. My childhood was a dream. Uh, so, um. I love this. So bongs as a um, teenager, pipe, joints, early 20s, um, stopped smoking when I had my daughter when I was pregnant and breastfeeding, so almost two years, didn't smoke. And my father, who consumes, like, looked me dead in the eye and was like, I am so proud of you. That's amazing. Because it seems impossible from that. When when you're growing a human inside of you, it's not for you anymore. And don't mm-hmm. you also have like an aversion to this actual smoke? <clears throat> yes, actual... yes. I know a lot of people who are just like I truly like would have even been open to smoking during their pregnancy. I have friends they, who smoked during their pregnancy like, and nursing. Them. No really? judgments. So it's same. The children so are the same. You have okay. to just take in what works for you. Yes. Yes. And some people have an aversion. To I felt guilty. I felt guilty, so I chose not to. So I started smoking when Gigi was, um, when she actually weaned herself as a child. And um, I started smoking again to cope with the relationship I was in. Absolutely. And was drinking, too. 
I can tell when I'm respecting cannabis and I can tell when I'm abusing it. I was definitely abusing it. Same. Yeah, I respect it now. I'm so grateful for when I respect it, which is much more often these Mm. days because when I use it as a healing As a medicine, it offers different. Yes, it really does. It works the way that you need it to work instead of like when you're abusing it. Yeah, it doesn't work when you're abusing it as well. Yeah, because then I'm just fucked up. Like, that's what I. (laughs) Yeah. And And it's not like the kind of fucked up you like the nice fun like yeah. lightheaded floaty feeling fucked up like I just feel like not good like I don't feel like me anymore just like a version of myself I'm not a fan of I kind of like that feeling sometimes but it has to be the right moment I feel that because it's such a great payoff when it is the right moment because mm-hmm. you're free and uninhibited and then you get to like also go to bed and wake up with like good sleep and good everything I feel very strongly like letting go of the guilt of whatever my ritual is yes but um being timely with it because i'm a timely gal and i can tell when i'm a salmon swimming upstream and it's not purposeful it's not intentional (laughs) um one of our favorite teachers and gurus always tells me to set an intention before i drink or i smoke and that changed the way oh i like that i don't even do that yet it really helped um with alcohol and the pandemic so I started seeing my spiritual gurus when the pandemic hit. It's kind of like a cross between my yoga therapist and like my Reiki master guide and seeing them virtually, having them pull cards for me and working through like what was coming up as a struggle and like how to be kinder to yourself during these unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. And what I needed was the routine and ritual of setting an intention. So the first so I would take a couple days off drinking, and then I would make, like, a, um, what's the name of the sangria mm. that I would make, but with, like, vegetables we and plants we grew, yeah. and then I would make a ritual of it, and then I would share it with people, and then I would, like, yes. touch it with my hands. Dude, yes. the sangria you made the other day was amazing, by the way. Yeah, it was, like, and I did that for our Valentine's Day, yeah. so I chose Fucking not to amazing. drink the night before because I wanted <clears> to, like have the sacred drink with you and feel it and be content and like it was not so special it because it was and that feels so much better than like 20 year old trash i turned 30 i'm enlightened now <laughs> <laughs> but it just was such a great way to look at things um, i wish i was enlightened at 30 i'm i'm 42 and wow. my uh, spiritual journey happened really late in life i had no guidance wow. in spirituality whatsoever my parents were very anti-religion that's really surprising and uh i found spirituality when i went to aa that's a whole other podcast Mm -hmm. i went and i went to rehab at 18 Mm -hmm. and um my sponsor told me i don't care if that fucking doorknob is your higher power there is something bigger and better than you that sometimes you just have to trust yeah Mm-hmm. And that started my whole. So I guess at nineteen. I love the doorknob analogy. It takes yeah. Me Alice in Wonderland. Right. Mm-hmm. And then That's I. Exactly where my and head then went. it yeah. it it something in my head shifted, and although I still had a very uh, toxic relationship with alcohol and cannabis at the time and other drugs of choice, um, I uh, I'm losing my train of thought. Um. Because I just smoked that joint again. Oh, it's <laughs> because we... we were talking about, I don't care what, oh, the higher power. Yes. I don't care what you yes. believe it is, it's there. <clears throat> so I didn't 
I didn't realize that it was there. So like in my dark times of substance abuse, that always got me through. So um, when I chose to stop drinking and just use cannabis, mm-hmm. there was a huge shift in me. That was mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was also another shift with my relationship with substances when I started practicing yoga when I was 25. Mm-hmm. So like there's been a few, but like the last three years have been like the largest shift. And it's so crazy because that was... 39, 40, 41, and I, I'm, I'm 42 now, and um, people just, like, especially a lot of younger people gravitate towards me, and this happens to my mom, too. We just, we look young for our age. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. It's you don't drink. Well, yeah. it's good genetics. And genetics, too. yeah. So, um, it's just, it's... It was I, I joke that I'm reversing, I, I'm aging in reverse now because I'm taking care of my vessel so well now through diet and spirituality and, and plant medicine and mm-hmm. all these different modalities of what we're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. not trashing getting, our fucking yes, bodies every fucking day, junk food, alcohol, television. I also think that the pandemic's kind of helped well, if it hasn't helped you, it's hindered you. Uh, there's mm-hmm. two extremes, you know, like for I, sure. I've noticed yeah. a lot of my friends <clears throat> have been continuously partying, still drinking their asses off, and mm-hmm. I kind of took a break from drinking. I worked in bars for, for ten-ish years, and I pretty much like don't drink anymore. You, I barely, the sangria like has my heart I mean, because red yeah. wine was my drink. Red wine's my drink too. And but I, I drink a glass of wine a night. And again, if you saw my transformation from alcohol to non-alcohol, mm-hmm. my body just doesn't process it. And when I did used to drink, I would vomit. Who wants that, to do that? That was me. I'd crawl around on all fours yeah. vomiting. Every yeah. If I'd had Who fun. was going to hold my hair that night? Yeah. That's not a fun way to live. I went through, like, I didn't drink for a couple years. I didn't drink at all as a yoga teacher. And now I feel like you drink responsibly. Very much so. Yeah, and now I drink pandemic style. So that's been an interesting thought for me because, so when I was teaching hot yoga at 6 a.m. five days a week, I wasn't drinking the night before. And can (laughs) we just say that since Kelly hasn't been teaching during the pandemic, I have been teaching 6 a.m. and I'm a night owl. So my life has completely changed with my schedule over the last 11 months because um, I used to... I'm working at night now. Oh, that's so crazy because I... I'm tapping into whole different sources I haven't tapped into since I was like 16 years old painting skateboards. Well, I work at the farmer's market, so I still work at night. Yeah. But I also now start my day with yoga whether I'm teaching it or practicing same it's a great ritual to be in you know I haven't practiced night yoga since like I was in my like I would say 18 to 23 I was night yoga like yeah. 8 or 9 p.m and oh, wow. I that's the time the class started that's and nice I loved it and I do like so, evening yoga it's so sexy mm. and it's also a great alternative to drinking yeah. so I've had a lot of um pandemic thoughts because I do drink now through the pandemic yeah. during this time because we also like to timestamp when it is so it's like 2021 pandemic still in full swing um, I'm not teaching 6 a.m yoga and I also um am a very conscious and mindful person so 
I've always had a hypersensitivity to alcohol, whether it's my stomach or my spirit. Yeah. Spirits, right? They're called spirits for a reason. That's yes. another thing I remind myself of is if you're willing to partake in spirits, the spirits that come out are what you have to deal with. Mm. Because So if I'm in a good, happy mood celebrating, that's the spirit I want to enjoy Yes. if I'm celebrating people. And if the spirit is sorrow doom and i want to die then You'll that feel is that. not the spirit i'm looking Definitely. to conjure that is not the seance Definitely. that is so attend. perfectly said wow yeah. i never really thought of it that way but it's so if i'm grumpy perfect. all day and hate my hair and hate my outfit and have I a drink not drinking that night yeah you have I'm a drink sorry. and you're just like a, even more pissed off when no. i wasn't Agreed. smoking or drinking when i was going through teacher training for yoga two years ago I, I got, my vessel got so sensitive that I would have to wear a turban out to cover my crown chakra yes. because that's where they enter your body. Yes. And when you do that in public, I was, used to do it at the farmer's market and really? people would be like, why, why do you have that on your head? People have the audacity. <laughs> like, why do you care? People are the so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Why do you have your balls in your pants? Because <laughs> mine hang out, they're ripped. <laughs> out of your ripped jeans. <laughs> um, do you have any tattoos? Oh my god. Do you have a favorite? That's yes. That's question. Like, your favorite tattoo and why? Okay, I, gra- I graduated high school in 1996. I got my first tattoo in 1995. I was told by my parents Die. that if I lived at home and had a tattoo that I'd be kicked out. So I got one on my hip, which was a, a place that you could hide pretty well. My first tattoo is on my hip tie. And I did it like on my underwear it. line. Yeah. So great. Um, my niece ratted on me when she was three. God bless. I love you, Riley. <laughs> she said, my auntie has a star right here. So it's a oh, nautical star. Oh, shit. That's so funny. <laughs> because in 1995, uh, if you were a punk rocker, a nautical star was not a nautical star. It was a punk rock star. Yep, so um, I would definitely thought I was punk rock in the 90s. And uh, you were. <laughs> I, I would. Love I this was so much. <laughs> wow. You were. So yes, that was my first tattoo. Second tattoo. And I was recently told that's so Leo of you. I drew because I, I also I also went to art school. Nice. Very creative being. Um, I drew a uh, flower, and the center is a nautical star. <laughs> and that is uh we won't even say where that's placed. If you grew up in the 90s, you know where it's at. Yep. So, so what is Leo about <clears throat> that you have your own art tattooed on you? I do have one that is I have my, my own, own art. art on me as well, and I'm Sagittarius. Somebody so was, I, I think they were implying that it was like kind of conceited. Like which, narcissistic? Yes. I don't which think it is. is. the misconception. That'd be like saying, No, oh, I didn't find offense. I didn't find yeah. offense to it whatsoever. Yeah. I don't think it it's is, narcissistic, though. But it is so, like, such a Leo thing. And you as a Sag, like... It's it, crazy, though, because I don't think of Leos as narcissistic. No, and I don't I either. stereotype. Well, I mean, I love to be the center of attention. I would that say, doesn't mean you're but, narcissistic, though. But you're so self-aware. Yeah. I would say in my 20s, I was maybe slightly... Like so more like in my ego, like maybe a Leo Vice. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know. I've got my own art on me, and I love it. So then after that, um, I, I, I kind of have my own art on me too. I feel like we all kind of do that. It 
it's another way to represent yourself. Yeah. In another artistic form. My friend Jared yeah. is a muralist and he has a shitload of his art on his body. Yeah. Like, and it's amazing. <clears throat> My friends are That's tattoo cool. artists. Yeah. So, um, Covina, California is just south of where I grew up in Glendora. Mm-hmm. I haven't thrown out a G-Town yet. <laughs> so, uh, Glendora <laughs> is at the base of the foothills about 35 minutes northeast of downtown LA. Okay. So when you're on the top of the foothills in Glendora, you can see downtown LA if there's no smog. Wow. So right now during the pandemic is the only time you'll ever be able to see. <laughs> um, it happened like a few times a month okay. because the Glendora is also known to be the smog capital of the United States. Oh, wow. Because it's kind of like a little pocket okay. inside the mountains right there. Is it near Santa Monica? We would have days in high school that we weren't allowed to do PE because your lungs would feel like you swam too much in chlorine. Like right what? now in this room. I know. It's so <laughs> to give an image to everyone, I can barely see Lacey. As I light up like again. across from me. We always say, warning, <clears throat> it's about to be smoky as hell. Yeah. So I was, okay, so back to the tattoos. Between the age of 17 and 25, I think I have eight total on my body. Fantastic. The eighth was the last one that I got, which is my daughter's name, Cute. on my tendon on the side of my wrist, Cute. I suppose. And it's funny because since the name of the business is Gigi's Gluten Free, a lot of people call me Gigi. Oh, they think so you're Gigi. They think do I'm you Nana. Them, people call them. You just let them say it. I just let them say I it. Would, I would too. <laughs> and people who like know me, know me, they get really bummed when they don't know that that's not my name. That's uh, super funny. I think yeah. that's funny though. Well, they should have used Google for four seconds. They Pretty should much. have actually asked. I, I'm 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 very present on Instagram. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. No, so, you ask me questions because I offer giving advice, and then most of the time I'm like, "Did you try fucking typing it into Google?" I'm horrible. I'll send people no, that's links not. all the time. <laughs> I send people links instead of words often. I think that's hysterical. <laughs> I think that is a very funny trait I that I personally I personally love it because it's like sassy sarcastic but like witty at the same time because you're not being you're being sassy and you're not being a bitch but and you're I'm also still helping and you're still helping the situation <laughs> i get called nana all the time people are like are you nana i'm like no i'm not i'm nana. not your nana <laughs> like that happens to me all the time at least once a market someone's like what's i never nana? thought of it happening to you because all the time well but people don't know that however you pronounce nona mm-hmm. nona now na nana yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone says it different. Exactly. So, um, why would they think it's you? Because that's that's grandmother in Italian. I, every time I'm like, it means grandma. And you're like, do I fucking look like a grandma? I literally no. lose my mind every. Did you read the label? It says I'm time. not your nana. But people also walk by my booth and just go, not yo mamas. <laughs> I've definitely gotten that many times. So oh I feel God. like people just like don't fucking read. Since mine says free at the end, they think it's free. I'm dead. Oh my God. What's free? The gluten. The gluten. And I say, ain't nothing free, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to you. So if they leave you a bad Yelp I have to say it in like breathe. a playful way. Otherwise, people will like get mad at me that I'm like ha- having false advertisements. I would just be like, gluten. Oh, free. <clears throat> What's free? Of gluten. <laughs> I would just like yeah. start talking in circles. That it. People are wild. People are ridiculous. So, so yeah. So, I, flavors. 
Mm-hmm. You you have three types of sauces, right? I have five right now. Okay, so people can probably mar- barely make a decision on five. Yeah. I always have 12 flavors because nice. if somebody orders a dozen and they've never tried my product, you get one of each and it's yeah. easy peasy. That's I make cool. the decision for you. Yeah. And it makes my line go faster. That's cool. So there's things over the years that I've streamlined that um, benefit me. Or sometimes I'll do 13 because I love the number 13 and a five pack is $13. And ever since I shifted it to that price, which is such a spiritual, magical number. It's a good dollar amount. Yeah. Things work. Things have shifted within the business itself too, number wise. Like there's, I feel like there's number magic and I work it. That's cool. I absolutely believe in number Mm, magic. Me too. Every time I use number pricing on my Etsy or my Poshmark, that shit. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm working on like a new number <clears throat> magic. Yes. For next month. Do it, girl. I'm releasing two new sauces next month. Yes. So, so, um, we're so, 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 so you're going to have to make more decisions for people, is what you're saying. Well, yeah. Or but have like a two pack. I see thing, a two pack in like, your future. I do like, um, I do two different deals. So, for like the red sauces, you can do like two for 13. And then on the pestos, you can do two for 19. So you yes. save a dollar. So you get to just decide that way. But people are so, like, they're all red sauces. So it's just kind of like, do you want it to be spicy or not spicy? Yes. Honestly, like, your only choice. Yes. So I feel like people are just kind of like, give me these two and then give me one of these. I feel like I don't get a ton of, like, lingering. Okay. Um, I get I, so much lingering. I can see I that with 12 flavors so uh, me being a natural sales gal i worked at nordstrom for 10 years on the sales floor for seven and in visual merchandising for three damn so sales and creative (coughs) um so like i could literally sell snow to an ex uh, an eskimo i I always say i could sell a ketchup popsicle to a person yes yes um i'm really good so dumb. And the way that I have my case set up is my most popular flavors are on the top shelf. Of course. So although I do not drink, I love, and people love when they ask me, what are your most popular flavors? I, if I'm busy, just I just shelf. say top shelf. And there's four flavors up there. That's and so smart. It's That's so smart. It's, again, a shift. This is the last three years probably. So the first five, I used to shift the case when... By the way, I'm no longer in a jewelry case. <laughs> I sell out of a proper plexiglass en- encased pastry case. Love it. And uh, with little chalkboard. A lot of macaroon places do this. You'll see them on Instagram. We change the flavors with uh, the white pen on the black yep, yep. chalkboard sticker, mm-hmm. which you can never find at Michael's, and it's so annoying. Yes. So. <clears throat> what? Okay. Do you, yes. Lemon essential oil takes that shit off. Really? Yeah. That's, That's good to know. Like if you, oh, I have fucked shit up with if that. you, <laughs> if you fuck with wax, I don't dab. If you get it on your fingers, mm-hmm. lemon essential oil. Wow. I have that on the shelf. I work with wow. the Rick Simpson oil, and that stuff it's is not. tar. Damn. It is black. So just no <laughs> cuts on your fingers. <laughs> So lemon essential oil or Dawn soap, but since I'm very careful with what I put on my skin, I obviously don't want to put Dawn soap on my skin. Yeah, it's yes. pretty abrasive. So, yes, it's extremely abrasive. Dr. Yes. Bronner's. <laughs> Dr. Bronner's is nice. We have two more questions okay. for you. Um, 
what was your very first job? Like, on the books, you got a W-2 for this bitch, like... Yeah. El Amigo in Glendora. It was your local um, drive-thru, sit-down Mexican restaurant. Wow. They... I grew up eating there, always getting flautas. Mm, I love flautas. I ate chicken growing up, so chicken flautas. Wow. And um, I was the, the front cashier i changed out of my cheerleading outfit how old were you and into my vintage low-rise corduroy mm. levi's I love and a white t-shirt um i was and 16 i could drive i was driving my 66 mustang oh Can my you god my dream me? car I yes it's my dream car <laughs> wow i love this so much yeah i want my 66 right now that sounds so good kelly you want i to worked there for a year is it the small business? Yeah. It has to be. What, what is your favorite, like, small local business in San Diego? Oh, my goodness. That you would like to talk about today? Wow. It's hard to pick, but it's got to be, like, in the middle. Okay. I, like, wow. I, I, mean, <laughs> I know. With the eight years that I've worked at the market, with the people and the artisans and the crafters that I've, like held so near and dear to my heart there's so many people let's let's think of somebody that's currently in my life because i meet do you meet people at the farmer's market constantly it just the new connections like i never understood that hashtag no new friends (laughs) because i make a new friend like every week (laughs) so how dare you cut off the beautiful souls that are supposed to be in your life you're so funny. So, hashtag make new friends every day. <laughs> we started a new one right now. <laughs> um, my girlfriend Bree's name is coming to my mind, and she's this darling. She looks like she could be in that 70s show. She has blonde hair parted down the middle, and she rides a skateboard, Love. like, after she parks her car at the farmer's market. Yeah. And I, um, I believe it's called Kindness Gems. And she sells her jewelry at the farmer's market. And she's just a sweetie pie. And I love her. And we connected, like, almost immediately. That's cool. Does she do, like, jewelry, too? Or is it just mainly just, like, gemstones? It's, yeah. It's gemstones on jewelry. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Necklaces, earrings, rings. Um, I must know the list. So, (laughs) so... Since uh, the farmer's market had to be revamped for COVID yes. last year, um, I like to call them horse corrals. Is that what's happening right the now? The build-outs in the streets. I'm sure you guys yes. have seen these. Um, well, that, that's eliminated a lot of real estate at the farmer's market. Absolutely. So people have gotten creative, and they only have a tiny table with their stuff, and Brie is a tiny table. Okay. That's so perfect. that works for her wow. life. It does work for her tiny little Cute. jewelry business and her I lifestyle. Like not yeah. Too much to look at. I just like seeing what you got. And yeah. Off we go. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. The market, the OB market <clears throat> especially, has just grown immensely. People are out over on the grass now. There's I, booths fucking everywhere. OB. I thought about just popping up a booth 
just randomly one day. So I had to, <laughs> my father helped me create a COVID cart. I call it a COVID oh my cart, God. which is my mobile cart because mm. having a TFF, which is a temporary food facility, I can go anywhere in San Diego and yep. sell food yep. because San Diego County, San Diego County. Mm. So, um, we made this cart and I have gone in OB on a Saturday and just popped up. Yeah. Just popped up. That one My day. price point is kind of luxury for OB. Mm-hmm. At least the people who hang on the grass. Yeah. Um, I have better luck in La Jolla. Okay. Um, which I did all last summer. That's cool. During COVID I took pee breaks in the ocean and sold macaroons on the grass. That with makes girlfriend. me really happy. And that's how I, kept my business going last summer awesome. when the farmer's markets were closed. Yep. That was really tough. I was doing an insane amount of deliveries. I was doing deliveries too, but I got in a car accident <gasps> delivering. Oh my God. Oh, that's horrible. And that I was awful. like, I'm taking a break from yeah. the delivering. It really scared me. We yeah. were all fine and they were both elderly. So it was a really eye-opening experience. Driving I, in San Diego is the worst. Well, I, I pulled in someone's driveway and I was backing out and it was their familiar neighborhood and it was not mine. Mm. And when I pu- backed out, there was a car blocking my vision of them coming down the gotcha. street. Gotcha. So they clipped the back of my car. I didn't even know what happened. I thought I backed into something. Mm. So I have done deliveries since. I'm trying to think this was maybe in July. Okay. Um, I no longer park in driveways. Yeah, no, I only park in the street. I will not go to a driveway. Yeah. I I can't. People drive too dang fast. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I have really (laughs) bad, like, anxiety of not knowing where I'm going because I have a really bad sense of direction, so I have to, like, really know where I'm going, I really pay attention, and I won't park in your driveway because it makes me feel weird that, like, I'm just doing, like, a quick drop-off, and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to see you. I don't, I don't even, like, talk to the people I deliver to. I do very contactless. Yeah. Um, like, dropping Since mine are perishable. um, Yeah, you have to. I'll either put them in a freezer bag if they're not going to be there, or, um, I'll text them that I'm there. Yeah, I just send a text, and I'm just like, dropped it, I gotta go, bye, I have, like, 17 more deliveries. (laughs) I just did that the other day. Well, Lacey, you're fucking rad. This was I'm, so fun. I'm so glad Likewise, I got to, both get to of know you. you more. Oh my gosh, you guys love each other. <laughs> I really do love you. I, I love you too. You. And I, yeah. now I know you even more, and it makes me love you even more. Everyone has oh, that friend that you're like, so oh much my love. god, you love them, and then you finally get to like, be like, oh my god, you yeah, it's like, so and I great. do love you. It's so great. It's the it's best. It's nice to feel that feeling. And it really it's so is. It's so pure and it's genuine. women uplifting women. Wow. It makes me really happy. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank thanks you for, for having us. me. I'm pretty sure we recorded for two hours. Wow. Ladies, so. So, I was going to plug your handle, but I don't know if you've logged in, logged out of Gigi's Gluten Free. Can we find you on Instagram? Yeah, my handle is Gigi's Gluten Free. Fantastic. So, at Gigi's Gluten Free. Awesome. And you can find my personal account from there, my website. Um, The website is wackaroons.com, which is easier to remember. For those of you that know, naming a website um, is very difficult, and one word is key. So, the website is wackaroons.com, which is the M just upside down. I love that. Yeah. And what markets do you do so people can find you <clears throat> in the real world? I go down south at Otay Ranch. I've been there for eight and a half years because San Carlos is no longer open. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ocean Beach on Wednesdays. I've been there for eight. Nice. And um, I'm the first wow. booth because there's now a way to get in. 
Ah. Wow. Uh, what day is Otai? Otai is Tuesday. Ocean Beach is Wednesday. Fantastic. Back to back. Well, thank you so much, Gigi. Thank you. Gigi. <laughs> See? Exactly. Thank you so Yay. much, Lacey. You're so welcome. Cute. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yay. Did I do it? <laughs>